ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is brought to you by AgorasNexus.com, the premier sponsor of the Used Guys in That podcast, and of course, Vandalay Industries, import-export latex. Talk to Art Vandalay, New York, New York. We don't have the zip code, but check it out, VandalayIndustries.com. Um, I don't know if the website works or not. Art's a busy guy. I mean, you're just better off trying to get a phone number. Um, so I hope everybody had a great week. I uh, spent the majority of my weekend uh, in the car. I ventured out east uh, to visit um, visit some relations, starting first in the Pennsylvania Commonwealth, northeast of the state. I got relatives in northeastern Pennsylvania, and then I ventured across the border into communist New Jersey uh, to visit some more relations and then headed back. It was a whirlwind tour, but it was... It was nice to see a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of good people, and I was happy to do it. The ride back is always the hardest part because you, you start driving faster. And I don't know any, if you, a lot of you are not from out in this area, but I eighty is one of the most boring goddamn highways on the planet. It's particularly straight in most areas. Okay, it's kind of like your cousin Phil on most days, straight most of the time, and then gets a little bit windy once in a while and likes to party a little bit. You know, maybe taking in the B-hole when no one's looking, go to a gay pride festival, and next thing you know, he's with two other dudes. But I-80's kind of like that through Pennsylvania. Very straight, and it can be kind of boring. Um, when you're riding with somebody else, you can kind of, if you're sitting in the passenger seat, you get to enjoy the scenery, like the mountains, the Appalachians and stuff. It's nice. But when you're driving, and it's great because we all play this game, right? So it's 70 for the most part until you get into Ohio, and then it's 65 because fuck yourself. Um, you're doing it like it's 70, right? And I'll be in the right-hand lane, and I'll wait for a son of a bitch that's really feeling it. Like, there was some dude in an Audi that must have had diarrhea because he was moving at a clip, like, past me like I was sitting still. I hammered the gas, and I'm following this motherfucker because my hope is, the logic behind this is if there is the goddamn police, they'll see that motherfucker first, and then they'll get him and not me. Um, but fortunately nothing happened and I made, I made pretty good time. It was about six and a half hours away. I got home, you know, under that. Cause when you put it into the map, I know the way home, but I want to see what time Google or iMaps is going to give me. And then I take that as a direct challenge. I'm like, Oh, Oh, that's when you think I'm going to get there. Bitch suit up. We're going to, we're going to put that to the test. And if I could shave, I shaved like 10 minutes off my time. I was rather uh, uh, pleased with myself, and that includes a stop for gas, by the way, So, uh, and a urine, because I did both. You, got, you fill her up, and then you drop her off, and you get back in, you got to go. So, busy weekend. It was nice. I hope you had a nice week. There is a lot going on out there. However, as promised, we were going to talk a little bit about cryptids, and um, we'll see what Angel has. And then, of course, at the end of the cryptids demonstration or the cryptids discussion, we, as us guys, the three amigos, uh, we're going to do a little political quiz together. Christopher and I have taken plenty of these. Um, it, they never have answers that particularly cater to our philosophy, but it gets it close. So as a group, we're going to answer these and see where it takes us. So, But Angel, would you please take it away and begin to educate us along with the rest of the audience on what you have over there and... Uh, Let's see about it. I'm yes. excited to hear. So, um, 
I don't know if we want to do a round robin or like that. But is that what you would call it? A voting, um, you know, for cryptids to move on, like maybe they verse each other. But we'll just talk about them a little bit and then we'll we'll decide from there. OK, let's have um, it. So, of course, I'm going to start off with the famous Wendigo type. That's my favorite. Cryptids. That's my favorite. Um, right now, I only have two. Um, of course, the Wendigo, mm -hmm. also known as the flesh eater of forests. The Wendigo is a is gaunt to the point of emaciation. It is, um, it has skin that's tautly pulled over its bones, with its bones pushing out against its skin. Its complexion, the ash gray of death. And its Ooh. eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton, um, recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, and its body was unclean and suffering from um, separations of the flesh, giving off strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. Um so it has been long known to the Indians, like the, the Wendigo is an Indian, um, I guess you would call it a cryptid. Um, a legendary legend creature. Legend creature. Um, so um, known to um, like the Eastern and, you know, kind of like Midwest areas as well. Um, it is described as a giant with a heart of ice, sometimes it is thought to be entirely made of ice. Its body is skeletal, deformed, with missing lips and toes. Um, it's also been described as a large creature, as tall as a tree, with a lip lipless mouth and jagged teeth. It has breath, um, and it has a it has bad breath. It has a strange hiss. Its footprints. Um, are full of blood, and it ate any man, woman, or child who ventured into its territory. And those were the lucky ones. Sometimes the Wendigo chose to possess a person instead, and then the luckless individual became a Wendigo himself, hunting down those he had once loved and feasting upon their flesh. Um, so that's uh, the Wendigo itself. That's probably like in that category it would be considered like the number one. <laughs> uh, well, Wendigo, right? Let me, let me go ahead and, and, and ask a quick question. Sure. Uh, its special powers are that it eats people, so it can eat people. I don't know if that's a special power or just a trait. I would, I guess, classify it as a trait. Yes. But its power is that it can turn you into a Wendigo itself. Mm hmm So it has conversion power. Yeah. Right. Kind of like a zombie almost. All right. That's a, like, okay. It bites and gets infected. Mm -hmm. Is that what, but it possesses, it doesn't bite anybody unless it eats the women and children and men. Um, yes. Okay, so it uh, can convert people, all right? Like it kind of gets into your head. Like it, it, it's a psychological type of a creature who like gets into your head and right. turn, like it possesses you, like it turns you into... Like it's a demon who takes over your body. Um, it, its name roughly translates to the evil spirit that devours mankind. That's pretty powerful. Yes. And, and it has halitosis. Yes, bad breath. <laughs> All right. I like this. Yes. It's it's scary. Is that what was in the woods in some pet cemetery? Yes. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, 
the Wendigo is the one who, um, in Pet Cemetery, I mean, it doesn't show it in the movie, just so that you know, but in the book, um, the Wendigo is doing things to control um, certain situations to get people to do what it wants in the book. You know what's funny about this is this sounds awfully familiar. Um, the, I guess, the images that both you're passing to us, but also from our own common knowledge. I don't know if anybody ever watched the cartoon on Cartoon Network called Adventure Time, but the Lich. Yes. The Lich looks like what the Wendigo might have been. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. All right. Okay, so this is this is still some pretty powerful stuff here. I'd, I'm, I'd be scared for sure, um, and a pretty broad range in North America, uh, northern North America, that is. I don't, do they have Wendigo down in, uh, in Mexico, do they? Or some kind of equivalent, maybe? I don't know. Um, but okay, all right, so what's, what's next up on the menu? What else do we have? Um, something that's similar to a Wendigo, mm. um, if we're going to do versus category, we have the Navajo Skinwalkers, also known or called Witches of the Southwest. In the Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. So kind of like a um, shapeshifter. The okay. witch is called Yi Natalushi by the Navajo, which I probably did not pronounce that right. Um, so I apologize in advance, um, which translates to, with it, he goes on all fours. It is just one of the several types of Navajo witches and is considered the most uh, vi volatile and dangerous. For the Navajo people, witchcraft is just another part of their spirituality and one of the ways of their their lives. Um, see, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so that's it for that thing. All right, so what's its special powers? Does its it special any... powers... Um, it has the ability to transform itself into an animal. Okay. Um, it has the ability to, I think, to also kind of like transform itself to look like um, wolf, something along those lines, some, like a bear, a wolf. Um, but it's basically like a changing skinwalker. It, it can take possessions of the bodies of human victims if a person locks eyes with them. Um, after taking control, it can make its victims do and say things that they wouldn't have otherwise. Okay. Once they are shape-shifted, um, one ways others can tell that they were not a real animal is that their eyes are very different from those of a real animal. Instead, their eyes are very human, and when lights are shined on them, they turn bright red. Alternative alternatively, when they are in human form, their eyes look more like animals. All right. Those are some pretty good special powers. Yes. All right. What? Uh, uh, what's next? It also says that supernatural powers are uncanny, as they are said to run faster than a car, and have the ability to jump high cliffs. They're extremely fast, agile, and possible to catch and leave tracks that are larger than those of any animal. When they have been seen, they have been described as not quite human and not quite fully animal. They are usually naked, but some have reported seeing the creature wearing tattered shirts or jeans. Perhaps from the individuals that they have victimized. Yes. We, we won't know. It also rods graves for personal wealth and to collect much-needed ingredients for use in black magic. B ingredients from the graves for black magic? Yes. Oh. Maybe well, bone dust. Who knows? 
bone meal. That's not very nice. Yeah, bone meal, like from Skyrim. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right. This is a pretty good one. There's a little bit more meat to this than the Wendigo, but we like this one. This is good. What else do you have? Okay, so there's the Bigfoot types of Uh. monsters, and so we have uh, Momo, which is known as the Missouri Monster, Um, and Momo was short for Missouri Monster, I guess maybe the state abbreviation and then the first two letters of Monster. Um, It is described as a large Bigfoot-like creature that began to be sighted near Louisiana and Missouri Um, in in early July of 1972. uh, It is described as having a large pumpkin-shaped head with black furry hair covering its body and so much fur on its head that its face couldn't be seen with the exception of the glowing orange eyes. It's seven foot tall, smells terrible, it kills dogs. Oh. Um, it, it has haunting cries and growls similar to a bear's and inhuman screams. We don't like this one. Yeah. We don't like it at all. Um, Boggy Creek Monster of Arkansas, also referred to as the Folk Monster. It has been a legend in the area since the 1840s mm. and is the uh, Arkansas version of Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Um, it is said to be about seven foot feet tall, walks upright, has a smelly animal-like odor, and is covered with hair. All right. Has a reputation for killing chickens, livestock, and dogs in the area, although it's never been known to harm humans. Dogs and chickens. Yeah. All right. So then we have Bigfoot, of course. Um, you know, the, the Patterson-Gimlin film yeah yeah bigfoot like what people see you know in their head when you say bigfoot not these little options okay so um it was first reported sightings um by native americans it was called by numerous names by different indian tribes and sasquatch was only one of over 50 names given to the creature it looks more like a hairy man than an ape or a monkey and it is reported as six to eight feet tall but it has been sighted with a smaller female or offspring. Um, the larger adult male of the species is rugged and built very muscular. Its shoulders are wide. Uh, it has very little neck area. It has short to brown black hair covering its body with longer hair on its head. Most reports have the creature's eyes glowing or shining red in the dark when reflected by a flashlight or some other light source. Uh, most people do not report an odor when encountering the Bigfoot. But those who do says it appears to display a strange anomaly of projecting or discharging a scent at will. Hmm. So it can just make you smell things. And those things have been reported as rotten flesh, poop, old vomit, outhouses, rotted flesh, rotten eggs, or foul and just sickening smells. Bigfoot seems to make ape-like grunts and growls to almost a scream-like sound. Um, Indians believe that it's a non-physical creature. Um, It comes from another dimension. Uh, It has psychic abilities. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be visible to some people and at the same time be invisible to another person in the same group. Um, There are many reports from um, regular people, not Native Americans, who saw the creature after UFO sighting. Um, And others have uh, 
thought that maybe he's a spiritual build uh, being because he can disappear and reappear. Um, there's all of these different mentions of things that Bigfoot can do. Um, I did a deep dive on Bigfoot a while back. Um, yep. So you can always check out that episode. Um, but basically it makes strange sounds, uh, you know, in the Plain States area, not Plain States area, I'm sorry, the uh, Midwest area, apparently it like likes to knock on trees, throw rocks, apparently it will follow you if you try to go and look for Bigfoots, Big Feets. Big Feets. Yeah, they right. will, um, Big Feetses. They will follow you home and you will have paranormal type events. Okay. All right. Um, kind of almost like a poltergeist. So Bigfoot does a lot of shit. Yeah, I'm here. And he smells like a turd wrapped in burnt hair. Yes. <laughs> so I think that if we were going to like pick something that went on to a next round, the uh, the OG Bigfoot would be it because it has the most <sighs> abilities. Yeah, it's got a lot of special powers. It really does. And I mean, we're gonna. Like Carl Pilkington, I'm going to call it, like, you know, why does it have to have that kind of power? <laughs> like, well, you know, that's uh, that's what we're looking for here. And the thing is, is I don't know, and not to mention, I don't know how many other Wendigo-like creatures are out there or how many di different cultures have one, but we know that we have the Yeti, the Abominable Snowman. Is it that the same thing, the Yeti and the Abominable Snowman? I think so, yeah. All right, so we have Bigfoot. There's Bigfoot versions all over the planet. So this is a pretty universal guy. Mm -hmm. He's just showing up everywhere. So we have to, based on the fact that he's multinational, we're going to go ahead and turn it over. That If there was a round robin in this bowling tournament, definitely this this creature would make it to the next round. Um I uh, and especially for our friend Brian S, who is who has seen Bigfoot down in deep in the cut in West Virginia, um, so we have somebody amongst the among us who allegedly has run into one of the big feats. Yes, uh, maybe the West Virginia version is really nice. You know what I mean? It's not there to beat people up well, or sodomize think, them or anything. like I think that. that I think that Bigfoot there is the actual Bigfoot, the like, real one, like. The, the OG Bigfoot, it's not like the, uh, you know, what's the one in Florida that they, they, they call the skunk ape? Like, I'm sorry, I don't think Bigfoot is hanging out in Florida. Too hot. Too hot, yeah. yeah. Like, if I was a Bigfoot, I wouldn't be there. It's too hot. Yeah. Too hot for his hairy ass. <laughs> yeah, and no gay soap anywhere near to be found. And no. so, like, the Wendigo, I didn't, um, that was, like, one of the, like, last things I was looking at. And so, you know, that's why I don't have as many notes mm -hmm. on, on the Wendigo. Um, but I will look for more, and then we can, you know, decide who moves on from that round. Um, you know. Okay. All right. Well, that's fair. What else do you have? Uh, the Wolfman types. Ah, yes. The Wolfman will get jealous. Yes. So there is a Wolfman type creature um, known as the Beast of Bray Road. Um, it was sighted in Wisconsin back in 1936 on a rural road outside of Elk, Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Most recent sightings in the 1980s and the 1990s placed the creature in Racine, Walworth, and Jefferson County. So it's on the move. It's mobile. Yes. Right. Um, those have who have seen the beast describe him as like 
either when they see him, he's eating, hunting, scavenging. Um, he's also known as man wolf, bear wolf, and indigenous dog man, and is said to be around six foot tall with gray and brown fur. Its face resembles that of a wolf with shiny yellow eyes and pointed ears. Its body, though furry, looks like a muscular man. The creature is said to run and walk on all four of its legs or just hind legs and has been spied sitting on its haunches and kneeling like a man. Some people believe it is a werewolf and others think that it is Bigfoot. And some believe that it is yet an unidentified species. Though it's never really attacked anyone, some witnesses claim that it has acted aggressively running at them and jumping on their vehicles. Oh Some re researchers consider the Beast of Bray Road to be identical to a kind of Wisconsin Bigfoot that locals call the Bluff Monster or the Eddy. Others, including many Native Americans, believe it to be the Wendigo, ah, yes, which is. has often been spied in Minnesota. 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 And then there is a um, another man, wolf man, uh... I think it how you pronounce it is uh, Dwayo. It's D W A Y Y O, the Maryland Wolfman. It is described to having features similar as a wolf, dark fur over its entire body, a long bushy tail, a dog-like nose, but it stands like a human and utilizes its four legs like arms. It is said to be some six foot tall. Um, according to legend, it is the mortal enemy. Of the Snallygaster, another area cryptid that is described as flying, blood-sucking reptile that has been sighted in Maryland Blue Ridge Mountains. Their vicious encounters reportedly date back to the early settlement of the Middletown Valley. So I gotta look into that. Because I thought that was interesting. Because the, uh, its mortal enemy, the Snallygaster. Snally. Snallygaster is right. on our list for winged creatures. So, um, the Maryland Wolfman is six foot tall. Mm -hmm. Head is fairly large and similar to that of a wolf. Body covered in brown or brindle brindled colored fur, but the lower half had a striped pattern of noticeable darker and lighter banding. The forelegs were slimmer and held out in front as it moved. The back legs were very muscled and thick, similar to perhaps a kangaroo. It is not a hominid-type creature. It, did not, it does not have the characteristics of an ape. It was much more similar to a wolf or ferocious dog. However, it definitely moves upright and appeared to be adapted for that type of mobility. I'm I'm very curious as well. First of all, if these are and I love the fact that this is a Godzilla and Mothra situation here, yeah. where we have beef between two cryptids in the communist occupied shit state of Maryland. Um, no offense to the few people that listen out of Maryland, but you all know that it's it's garbage. It's an absolute dump. Um, just like our listeners from New Jersey, they you you know you 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 know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Come on, stop it already. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I'm from New Jersey and I brag about it. I love the Garden State. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying. New Jersey's a dump. Suck my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 
it's a rough place, and uh, and we've got listeners there, but you all know. I mean, it's 10-round magazine, uh, full, full metal jacket territory. This is a bitch-ass state. This is a bitch-ass state. Mm-hmm. Um, bitch-ass cops. Yeah, awful ones. A- awful, you know. Like, they, they do look like they're dressed ready to invade Poland with the <laughs> With with the the leather fucking uh, belt that goes across it, like it's like yeah, it's yeah. This looks like some place in Eastern Europe in 1939, but whatever. Um, what else? Do you have any other cryptids? That, I uh... do. Okay, excellent. Because I am all ears and all paper here. I'm taking notes. Okay, so we have lake monster, river monster, like serpent type. Yes. Um, cryptids. So, the very first one on the list is Bessie. Lake Erie Monster. Yeah. Who is the Lake Erie Monster? Um, first sighted in 19, or 1892 by a fisherman um, near the Oak Harbor area. It has been described as 25 to 35 feet long and about one and a half feet in diameter um, through the largest parts. Its head was large and flat and... Um, Above five feet from its head, it appeared to have several large fins or slippers, which I'm not sure what that means. Maybe they meant flippers. Maybe they meant flippers. Um, it Its color is black, and it has uh, been described to be mottled with brown spots. Okay. Um, also, it's also been described as a wriggly dragon, grayish-greenish, and is very playful or has a playful disposition. Figures it's from Lake Erie. Yes. It's not, a, not, it doesn't attack anybody. Like it doesn't, I mean, it's a monster for Christ's sake. It I mean, get I didn't, I didn't, um, come across anything like that. It appears that, you know, it kind of like <clears throat> is playful and it shows up. I'm sure it's scary. I'm sure maybe there's been times it's been aggravated, but I, I didn't, um, you know, here, do no. you, what do you know of Bessie? Uh, I was told by unreliable sources that it attacked uh, fishermen from Canada that uh, wandered across the international border between Canada and the United States, being Ontario and uh, Ohio. But I, I, I doubt that that's true. Um, Bessie seems to be kind of a relaxed and groovy monster, not too particularly concerned about consuming fishermen. Um, but, uh, that's, that's, that's interesting. So this is kind of in the same family, perhaps, of the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. Okay. Or like the, there's like also, you know, the Lake Cham- Champlain. Is that how you say it? Champlain? We'll go with that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, something French. Yeah. And like, you know, there's a lot of different lake monsters, um, you know, reported in, in the various yeah. states that have lakes. And they're all pretty similar, like, you know, Nessie and Bessie. Yeah, and, there we go. You know. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that most of these animals are of Scottish origin, probably with these Nessie and Bessie sort of. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like yeah. it's a Scotch monster. Not like the Tacoma Narrows fucking octopus that Elliot says is out there. Uh, just waiting to eat bridges and people going on dates. It's just unacceptable behavior out there Yeah. Uh, from this thing. But that's what you get from a fucking mollusk. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I mean, they're assholes. And they're highly intelligent. You have to be very careful when you're around any kind of octopus. Any kind of mollusk or cephalopod, you got to watch out. you got to yeah. watch out. You might have yourself a problem. They're really smart. They're a little, they, a little tricky. A little tricky. 
Yeah, they are very smart, and that's the problem. Because if they're if they get larger, we're in trouble. It's kind of like a house right. cat, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's friendly because it's little right now, but they're also cousins with the tiger, who will maul your ball sack. Like it's a problem. But what else do you have here? So there is the bake. Uh, I'm sorry, Bear Lake monster, um, out of Utah area said to resemble a huge brown snake nearly 90 feet long mm -hmm. the legend has been around from the days when only indians inhabited this area when the white settlers came into the valley the show so the the shoe shown i can't say that shoe shown indian shown. yeah that's okay. right all right shoe shown indians inhabiting the area told of how the creature had often captured and carried away their people. Um, the description of the hmm. animal sounded much like a large crocodile or a mythical dragon. According to the many who have spied the serpent, it is a thin it has a thin head, a large mouth, and small legs that it utilizes to move swiftly through the water. So maybe like, you know, um kind of like a paddle almost, I guess. Okay. All right. Um the slithering snake-like creature has also been described as spouting water upwards from its mouth and moving so fast through the lake that it leaves a wake uh, behind much like a, a boat. So I'm, I'm guessing waves. All right. Yeah. This is, And, and it, it's taking people away. Yeah. All right. So yeah. we, have, we have an aggressive monster. All right. What else do you have? Um, and then I have the Altamahaha Serpent of the... I don't know. I'm saying this wrong. Altamaha River in Georgia. That's fine. Georgia is in the United States. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, near the mouth of that river in southeastern Georgia, it is said to, is said to reside a hissing sea monster. Um, it is uh, called Alti for short. It predates the British English colonization and is said to have originated with the lower Muskie creek tribe this uh cryptid is described as having a sturgeon like body including a bony ridge on its top with front flippers and no back limbs it swims like a dolphin and has the snout of a crocodile with large protruding eyes and sharp teeth its coloring is said to be gray or green with a whitish yellow underbelly reports indicate that it is 20 to 30 feet long though some have stated seeing smaller uh, or larger creatures suggesting that it is not alone. Wow. Okay. So we may have more than one. Yes. All right. Um, That's troubling. Yeah. So. It's troubling for sure. I mean, if I had to pick out of these three just for size alone and aggressiveness, it seems like the Bear Lake, Mo the Bear Lake Monster in Utah, um, you know, might went out. Yeah. Everybody. I don't think Bessie can make the cut no matter how much hometown, uh, pride that we have because you know, she's just not pissed off um that yeah we just yeah we can't we can't do that we can't be favorites here so okay all right what else do we have we have winged creatures are you starting with the mothman i am not okay i'm right. starting with the snallygaster the winged creature of the northeast um, for centuries, a large winged beast known as the Snallygaster is said to have terrified the people of Frederick Cro County, Maryland. Um, it is a dragon-like beast and is described as being half reptile and half bird that lives deep in the caves of, of the South Mountain. 
The mysterious creature is said to swoop silently down from the sky, stealing farm animals and children from the unsuspecting farm folk. Some say that it's a real creature. Okay. Um, the area was settled by German immigrants beginning in the 1730s who called the creature a Schneller Geist, meaning a quick spirit in German. So Yeah, okay, I see it now. Yeah. Um, the earliest folklore mixes with the half-bird creatures and a nightmarish features of demons and ghouls. A ghoul? A ghoul. All right. Other descriptions describe the beast as half-reptile, half-bird with metallic-like beak, lined with razor-sharp teeth. Sometimes it is described as having octopus-like tentacles. The earliest stories claim that this monster sucked the blood of its victims. All right, so this one's a little bit more aggressive. And it has the widely known enemy called the the Dueo, the, yeah. the one that I just talked about, the Wolfman. Yeah, the one, yeah, the the, the Mothra Godzilla situation. Yeah. In the cut of Maryland. All right. Yep. Okay. So there's that. I like this one. I like this one. We have the famous Mothman of West Virginia. Yeah, deep in the cut. Uh, in mm. Point Pleasant, West Virginia, a large humanoid creature called the Mothman was sighted decades ago by two young couples who fled the dark woods in terror. Um, they saw, they described the story and they say that they saw a large flying man with 10 foot wings glowing red eyes when they were driving along State Route 62 just north of Point Pleasant. They saw a menacing figure standing 6 to 11 feet tall near an abandoned guard armory building and power plant. Uh, panicking, they immediately sped away from the large gray creature making their way to Point Pleasant while the cryptid followed. Um, a planing, uh, I guess, apparently it's, it is a clumsy runner and it was <laughs> gliding, easily keeping pace with their car. And then um, it says the same thing, that the car reached about 100 miles per hour, and it seemed to easily keep uh, keep pace with it. So, yeah, that's... Uh, Running will do you no good. That's the Mothman. Not a good runner. <clears throat> yeah, it says, uh, apparently, he is also connected with UFO reports, Um he emerged from either the depths of hell or the upper echelons of space. He's attacked roofs of parked cars, lurked outside homes, chased yeah. cars, and stole pet dogs. When you started to say upper, I was like, I, if, if this thing came from Michigan, I'm going to laugh my ass <laughs> off. Like, yes, it hails from the upper peninsula. I fucking knew it. I <laughs> knew this guy was an asshole. No, I'm just kidding. Apparently, uh, it's an asshole, but then it's accredited with, like, trying to warn people about the bridge that collapsed. But it'll steal your dog. Like, listen, the bridge is out, but your pooch is coming with me. Yeah. I mean. So, you know. Well, it's... What's it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the Stay silver. Off the bridge, but uh, I like your dog. You know, I'm going to yeah. have to take him. I'm going to have to take him. Sorry. Uh, 46 people were killed in the silver bridge collapse. That's um, terrible. Because the bridge was carrying much heavier loads than it had originally been designed for and it had been poorly maintained. Um, the collapse was caused by a failure of a single eye bar and, and a suspension chain. Um, people began to claim they had seen the Mothman standing on the bridge the day before, possibly as an omen of the disaster to come. Or 
messing with the <laughs> I-beam and, and the chain. Like, why does it, you know, like, it showed up and it did nothing. Yeah. But then the next day the bridge collapses. Mm-hmm. This is foul play, ladies and gentlemen. This, this so, is, there, there's a mystery afoot here. Maybe it wasn't an omen after all. Maybe he just was fucked, a dick. fucked with the bridge. And then stole your dog on top yeah. of it. All you right. Asshole. And then um, we have the New Jersey Devil as a winged creature. Uh, yeah. So the origin story of the New Jersey Devil. On a dark and stormy night in 1735, something terrible happened in the Pine Barrens ah. near Leeds Point. The thunder howled. The wind roared outside. Inside a small house, Mother Leeds was giving birth to her 13th baby. No Jesus. one knew for sure exactly what happened, but people had lots of ideas. Mother Leeds said she wanted the baby to be the devil. The baby was born with a tail, wings, and hooves and flew up the chimney. The baby looked normal, but then it changed. That night, the New Jersey Devil was born. Uh, it's one of the most popular stories uh, about how it was born, but there are many others. Many different stories say that a town put a curse on a young girl who fell in love with a British soldier during the Revolutionary War. Fucking traitor. And when she gave birth, it was to the Jersey Devil. Makes sense. Another story says a gypsy cursed the girl because she didn't give the gypsy food. And the curse caused her to give birth to the Jersey Devil. However, a human lady gave birth to the devil. And proud we are of, um, of her. So locals in the Pine Barrens call it the Leeds Devil. They say it has a horse's head, long legs with hooves, two short front legs, and bat wings. No one knows how tall it is. Some people think it's six feet tall. Other things it's, others think it's only three or four feet tall. The devil has glowing red eyes and makes loud screeching sounds. It is very ugly, and people are terrified after seeing it. During the day, the devil lives in the wetlands. At night, it comes out to scare everyone it meets. Just scare him, though. <clears throat> I mean, there's so many different ways to get killed in New Jersey. I mean, I appreciate this thing pumping the brakes. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so on one hand, it was... A woman from New Jersey who had an affair with the British Redcoat and made this baby. Um, I'm, I'm inclined to believe that, that uh, some loyalist jerk decided to shack up with an occupier. No offense to our British listeners, by the way. This isn't about you. Um, it's about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more mad at the girl. <laughs> Just say, but what do we expect from uh, the harlot of New Jersey to behave in such a uh, reprehensible fashion. So I mean, basically just... a lady didn't, with the exception of the very first story of how it was created. Yes. The ladies didn't do what they were supposed to do and they weren't kind mm. enough or they were, you know, blasphemous or whatever. And they sure. got fucking punished and... by giving birth to a devil. And, and that's funny because the hockey should be in a whore. Yeah. <laughs> From New Jersey. Um, yeah. It's a two a for fucking... two. Jersey whore. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. No, no. Yeah, it's a Jersey thing. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Um, okay, so this is a good start here. What else do you have? Do you have anything more? Do you um, want to call it quits on I, this one for I now? I do have two things that I'm I'm going to mention, and it's just as a question okay. to uh, people. So there are things called uh, the jackalopes of Wyoming, and... Um, People, you know, go back and forth like, is it a real thing? Is it a myth? But basically, it's like a bunny rabbit with uh, antlers. Okay. And 
some people say that it it um was an animal at one time that lived and it it's extinct um i don't know that much about rabbits um as far as if they can have antlers i mean i don't see why i mean they're furry you know i don't know i don't know how it works like i i don't see why um but i don't know the history of rabbits so um that's a question like do you think that a um jackalope is real a rabbit with antlers i'm gonna go ahead and venture uh while i'm i highly doubt it the possibility does exist um we don't know okay we don't know but um i'm ha- i'm glad to hear what other people's uh interpretation um what they think so let us know what you think and what else do we have um also uh this is more like a ghost a ghost thing mm-hmm it's Hell Dogs of El Dorado Canyon, Nevada. Ooh, I like this, all right. Um, so apparently there's like tales of canine spirits hanging out there. I, I don't know. Um, many of these dogs that were living at some point uh, may have been shot, left chained at um, these claim sites for like mines and things like that. Um, they were left there to die um, or released into the wild. When uh, the gold played out and the miners left the area over the years, numerous tales of sightings of these many spectral hounds have been told by exploring visitors and locals alike. Um, a few even tell a tale of being attacked by these ferocious canine apparitions. So that's not really a cryptid. It's more of a ghost. But that's out there. Ghost dogs are a thing. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty wild. I would say. Um, I don't know. What do you? Hmm. How do you fall on all of this? Do you feel that these are real? Like, I mean, the potential is there. So, like, I'll just tell you, like, dogs, like, kind of get over shit. You know, I don't think they're gonna be hanging around to like just bite random people as a spirit. Like, if you believe in ghosts, and we're gonna say ghosts are real. I don't think a dog ghost is hanging out to bite you. No. Because dogs are like, hey, what's up? You seem pretty nice. Like, what's going on? If it was real, it'd probably be like, hey, do you got any ghost food? (laughs) You know, like. Yeah, that's always a quiet. The ghost might be, you know, angry because it's hungry. It's hangry. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, that's that's my take on it. I, I it, I, I find it to be an odd story. Yeah, it's definitely odd uh, on a good day, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, is is that it for now? That's it for now. That, that's all I got. All right. Well, thank you very much for all this information. We do appreciate it. Uh, we're keen to hear anything from anybody else. I appreciate those that have written in and also, and again, like we, we said, Elliot gave us some really good ones from the Pacific Northwest, particularly that... Uh, that goddamn octopus or squid hanging in the Tacoma's narrow, that son of a bitch is a problem. And you know me, like any any kind of cellophane or mosque, I'm not a, uh, a mollusk, excuse me, not a mosque. Um, <laughs> yeah, whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Freudian slip, I think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, any of those goddamn mollusks or uh, cellophane, I'm not a fan of any of them. So, okay, well, thank you very much for all this. I've got a good 
set of notes here, and then we'll narrow it down and see who I guess is going to make it to the next end of the round robin. So thank you again for your work. Sure. Um, but let us transition to something that is a bit more of the same real quick with everybody, if you don't mind, okay? And we're going to go ahead and we're going to get started straight away. All right. So for those of you watching on BitChute, follow along. And here we go. This is a series of statements. We're going to pick uh, a button with our opinion as a group. We're going to figure this out and see where we land on this political spectrum business. I'm uh, pretty excited to see it. So here we go. We're going to go ahead and shuffle it. Let's go. Society requires structure and bureaucracy in order to function. I'm going to go ahead and speak for the group, and they can stop me if I'm wrong, but we're going to gravitate right down here to strongly disagree. All in favor? Yeah, I would say so. All right. Chris? Yeah, that's... Strongly disagree. Yes, thank you. All right. Number two, drugs are harmful and should be banned. Once again, pretty easy out. Strongly disagree. Strongly. Yes. Jury nullification should be legal. I'm going to go ahead and say strongly agree with that. Si, me gusta. What do you think there, uh, Angel? Yes. Economic inequality is too high in the world. Question. Very good question. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought at first you said economic and equality. No, inequality is too high in the world. Um. I'm uh, I'm not sure how to answer this. Why? Because I know what it's trying to get me to do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think we're going to be neutral on this. I don't. Yeah, I, I was going to say I'm going to be I'm going to be neutral because I feel like the use of the term inequality is like uh, like next they're going to be trying to force equity down your throat. You know? Yeah. Like, we're going to take from others to give to other people that <laughs> didn't do anything to earn it. You know? Yeah. yeah. I also think though, like the statement is like the way that it's worded is like it's too high so like some well economic inequality is okay just as long as it's not too high yeah like keep it manageable i don't know what that really means um keep it manageable uh, i i it's a weird question all right so let's go with neutral yeah uh number five victimless crimes should still be punished let's go ahead and strongly disagree with that right away period uh, number six, land should not be a commodity to be bought and sold. I'm going to go ahead and strongly disagree I on that. I strongly disagree as well. Um, I uh, understand. Go ahead, Chris. Here, here. I strongly disagree. Yeah. I mean, sorry. One cannot be moral without religion. Flush that strongly shit right disagree. down the turlet. Yeah. Plenty of people I know who are religious are very immoral individuals. Most of the people that use vote for Animals deserve certain universal rights. Strongly agree with mm-hmm. that statement. Strongly agree. Christopher, what do you think? I mean, I strongly agree. Um, as long as it doesn't involve government. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I personally, yeah, yeah. Animals, you know, deserve rights uh, to a certain extent. I mean, obviously, you know, I likes to eat meat. Yeah, same. Uh, but there, but there's a respectful and uh, non-wasteful way, you know, right. of, of getting meat, you know, responsible yeah. way. You and know. the way that they say animals, it makes you think like 
because people don't really think of like animals outside of like their you know pets like their house pets like yeah yeah so animals like across the board it could be a deer it could be i'll just have what do you think about not strongly agree but agree okay i will because, agree to a yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like that I like there is that. a line and i agree with it um, yeah okay because do do the cod in the ocean have a right well yeah they have a right to get yeah, that yeah. so we could beer batter them and eat them but um, it, it, <laughs> well i mean when, when like like andrew you brought up beer and that's like a great point especially in ohio like we have a burgeoning deer population and without hunting season i mean we are you already see enough splattered deer on highways and roads without hunting season if you couldn't hunt deer like it would be a huge problem like a huge fucking problem there are so many deer in this great state of Mm -hmm. ohio Um, so it's it's a, a control measure Definitely, they do oh, a, a much needed one. Yeah, they destroy uh, the flora. Yeah, place. I mean, it, it can get out of control. So yeah, so we'll we won't strongly agree, but we will agree. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, yeah, for there's a line. The yeah, government should that automatically. I'm adverse. The autom- the government should at most provide emergency services and law enforcement. Strongly disagree. Yeah. We yeah. have a volunteer fire department where I live. Okay. All right, everybody. Everybody, all right with that? Everybody, yeah, all right? I'd say strongly disagree. All right. Organizations and corporations cannot be trusted and need to be regulated by the government. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. And you had me at the. You had me in the first. I'm not going to lie. Corporate organizations and corporations cannot be trusted. I yes, mm-hmm. you, you are right yeah, about that. Indeed, and neither can the government. Right, so we're going to go ahead and flush that all down the toilet. A person should be able to worship whomever or whatever they want. Strongly agree. Strongly here, 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 here now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Two consenting individuals should be able to do whatever they want with each other, even if it makes me uncomfortable. Strongly agree. Mm-hmm. Strongly. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. It is human nature to be greedy. Uh, I think that there, I would agree. I don't know about strongly agree, um, but I would agree in general terms. I'm not talking about individuals. We're looking at a large scope of time. I would say that this is a reasonable argument to make. A yeah. Reasonable one. Yeah, I would agree. All right. What about you, Angel? Not um, strongly, but agree. For no, sure. yeah, not strongly. But yeah, agree. I mean, I guess like I don't really like I I don't really disagree, but like I know that like there are a lot of people who aren't greedy. Um, I, and I think I think a lot of that speaks to your upbringing too. I feel like uh, you know sharing is 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 taught. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or not taking more than you either earned uh, or or yes. deserve. But yeah, I'll agree. For in general, I mean, Christopher and I worked at a location. We saw greed at the lowest level when it came to the fucking pizza party that they gave us for whatever reason. And you saw people bringing home pizza to people that didn't even work there um, before any of the other workers would get it. That's the problem. It's not about redistribution of pizza to those who have none. It was, this is a pizza party for the workers and you're already taking extras home to your cousin in Morgantown, West Virginia. And uh, some people at the back who were still working when the party started, they didn't get a slice. So that's a problem. That's greed. Uh, So I will agree. Agree. Just not strongly agree. All right. 
communism is an ideal that can be never can never work in practice. I strongly agree with this yes. statement. Communism is an ideal that can never work in practice. Yes. The, the only way that I would allow this to function is if you broke it down. Like a family unit is a socialist or communist model, I would argue, from each according to their ability to each according to their need. But what are the elements? This is a family we're talking about. Relatives we're talking about. So sacrifices are justifiable within that group. And people understand that, you know, the three-year-old can't go to work at the mine unless, of course, you know, this is 1850s North America, maybe. But, uh, you know, um, but yeah, I, I strongly agree that this we have enough historical examples mm-hmm. and to the tune of 100 million individuals in but, piles of corpses. But um, the family dynamic is also like willing to. Correct. It's voluntary. You know, yep. So it's not forced. Either. Absolutely. At, well, well said. A government that provides for everyone is inherently good is an inherently good idea strongly disagree mm-hmm. christopher strongly disagree thank you gender is a social construct not a natural state of affairs i i, I strongly disagree. strongly disagree yeah i agree yeah. i strongly disagree all right <laughs> i agree i strongly disagree <laughs> yes i agree with your disagreement yes uh parents shouldn't hold absolute power over their children as they are older and more experienced um, clever wording with this absolute power over a child that's from newborn to five, six, seven, maybe. Uh, okay. Cause now we're talking about certain things that the child might do that would end its life on this planet because it doesn't know what it's doing. But this is, this is a little bit troubling. How far are we going to, we're still the children of our parents. Right. I will have, to, I will have to disagree, but not strongly disagree. Yeah. Okay. Angel, what do you think? I I would say yes, and even and even so, like, I mean, I'm kind of the type of person's like you can't have absolute power over anything. I agree. Like your baby's still gonna like do something, like it's gonna scratch its eye or something. You know what I mean? When you're not looking, like right. you, infant level all the way up to a seven year old, like there are things that you are not going to be able to control, um, absolutely, or have the power to control. So um, I I disagree. Um, actually, I strongly disagree because of the absolute power statement. Okay. So you can pick disagree if you'd like, but I strongly disagree. All right. You're all right with, with just disagree. Yes. Okay. The police are not created to protect the people, but to uphold the status quo by force. I, I strongly disagree. Yeah. It's strong. Uh, it's strong. It's. Am I not understanding this? The police were not created to uh, to protect people, but to uphold the status quo by force. I I strongly agree with this statement. Yes. Yeah. Did I say strongly disagree? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I was gonna say that's what confused me for a second. I was like, wait a minute. Is yeah, no. I'm missing here. No, no, that's my fault. I apologize. I strongly agree with this statement. All right, laws based on cultural values rather than ethical ones aren't justice. Laws based on cultural values rather than ethical ones aren't justice. Well, there's an issue with like a a cultural value. Like, okay, like if that's it's now turned into a law, that's obviously um, unethical. But like who's writing the ethical law? That's a great question. You know, so like you get into like, what are we like? 
this statement is, I know, very vague, but that topic is very, both of those topics, cultural uh, values that may have been written into law or laws based upon them versus ethical ones, like those are very, you know, broad ranging topics. I, mean, I feel like uh, like some, maybe I'm retarded here, but wouldn't, wouldn't one's ethics come from your cultural values? I was feeling the same on that one. I really was. Okay, I was gonna say like maybe like that that that's what what I think is weird about that. Like I feel like like your ethics are are based on what your cultural values are. So they're kind of like mm-hmm. like like what are you getting at here? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I I agree with that. I agree with your statement. But also when I think that the individual put this together, the first thing that comes to my mind is Sharia law. Because that is a cultural okay. and religious okay. thing. That's what I was thinking That's of, religious. Exact, yeah, as soon as, like, you know, honor killing, for example. Well, we allow it in our culture, yeah, but it's it's morally and ethically reprehensible. Or even you know what I mean? um, outside of that, even, like, so, social, cultural things. Like, um, you know, for an example, like, the, the patriarchy or, like, yeah. you know, white males are, like, you know, bad. You know, those types of talking points that that are a sure. social culture are kind of like not really ethical in my mind but i i you know what in this case because of the wording and like i said at the beginning the wording of this is not going to be it sometimes it's going to be very uh it's it's, uh, it's almost like a trap and in this case i would i personally if i was doing this by myself i would say neutral yeah like no i'm not getting involved in this because yeah that's kind of where i'm floating at too is neutral i agree all right neutral it is Exploitation is an outdated term as the struggles of the 1800s cap of of 1800s capitalism doesn't exist anymore. I I strongly disagree with yeah. this statement. Strongly disagree with this statement. I believe exploitation continues to happen uh with cell phone look at the poor people that make cell phones, mm-hmm. particularly uh products in China. That is 100% exploitation of workers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, these problems still do exist. And usually it's because of what? The marriage of corporations in the state, also known as corporatism, which is a clever word for fascism down on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hit the strongly disagree button on this statement. Exploitation is not outdated. Right. Nudism is perfectly natural. Well, yes, literally. Um, <laughs> I mean, thank you. Yeah, um, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it as long as you're not around fucking little kids. I don't, like, okay, are we talking about, like, outside? Because I don't want to see that. But I don't want to control what people do. So, like, I'm going to go with, like, I'm just going to go with neutral. You're going to go with neutral? I think that yeah. that's fair. I don't want to see old man dong. No, and I don't want old man dong around children. Yeah. Period. Uh, not, 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 not even the discussion we're going to have. But um, if you want to start a little club in a colony in your cul-de-sac uh, in your neighborhood, by all means, let it fly. I mean, that's okay. But yeah, I'm with you on this one. I, I am neutral on this mm-hmm. one, 100%. What about you, Christopher? Yeah, I'm pretty neutral. Yeah, all right. The death penalty should exist for certain crimes. I'm going to go ahead and break rank with a lot of our brethren, and I strongly agree with that. I believe that raping children uh, and rape in general, not statutory, I'm talking about sexual assault, yeah, should be punishable by fucking tying yourself to the tree 
and just getting rid of you. I, I we don't have time for this. You abuse children, you gotta go. You got. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Sorry, you gotta go. Everything else, I'm okay. Yeah, put them in jail forever, lock them in whatever. But certain I wanna, things. But I want those people to suffer a little bit before they die. <sighs> yeah. Well, they're not going to exist anymore. So I think that's. A well, problem. if you want them to suffer a little bit, I forget what the method of execution is called. But when you put people. You know, you put someone between like two boats and you smother them in honey and milk and let the let the in, let the let the insects do their job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they get diarrhea, you know, because you're feeding them the honey and the milk while they're riding in it, you know. Yeah, it's an yeah. awful way to go. One of uh, my favorite methods is keel hauling. Keel hauling is a real nasty thing where you tie some a rope uh, on each arm. And you literally drag them over the side of the boat underneath the ship. And so all the barnacles and everything are on the ship. And you're, you could drown. And then they pull you up the other side and literally just shred you. That's a keel haul. You could keel haul somebody. Ooh, so That makes my back hurt. That's, it's it. really bad news. Bad news. But I personally would vote in this case, uh, or I strongly agree with this statement, certain crimes. Yeah. Sure. All right, we good? We good with this one? Yes. All right. Mandatory ID should be used to ensure public safety. Strongly disagree. Gone. Yep. yep. Yeah. Sorry. Nope. Be gone with you. Class is the primary division of society. I would agree with this statement. Yeah. I would agree with this statement. I don't strongly agree, but I agree with that statement. Like I really feel like I really feel to me I hate to admit it, but that's kind of a lot of people see race, and maybe in this country, particularly, race has been the dividing uh, primary division. But for me personally, looking around, it's it's class. Yeah. Do we agree or strongly uh, agree with this I one? Sh- I strongly agree. Strongly agree. What about you, Angel? What do you Same. think? All right. Transgender individuals should not be able to adopt children. I strongly disagree with that statement. That's none of your fucking business. And um, what's what's the alternative? The kid remain in a home where it gets beat up and abused by somebody who doesn't love the child. I mean, I people should be able to um, adopt children. Mm-hmm. All peoples, transgender, not transgender, aliens, identifying as aliens. You know, whatever. Well done. Because well some people do. Uh, do we? Um... Do we strongly agree? I, I strongly disagree with this statement. Yeah, I agree. I disagree. Yep. I don't think I, I strongly disagree. I, I strongly disagree as Sounds well. That's good. Autonomy of body extends even to minors, the mentally ill and serious and serious criminals. Yeah, I strongly agree with that statement. I didn't know that was in question. Yeah. Yep. Christopher. I Absolutely. Charity is a better way of helping those in need than social welfare. I I, I strongly agree with that statement. Strongly I, agree. Yes. It depends on the charity. Yeah, sure. De- right. Definitely not United Way. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I think it's using a generic yes. term. Okay. Freedom of business is the best practical way a society can prosper. Um, I I agree with that statement at 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 minimum. Agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. What about you, Christopher? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, it's basically like, do you believe in the free market type of thing? You know? Well said. That's how I interpret it. So, Angel? I say it's, uh strongly agree. All right. Wages 
are always fair as employers know best with what strongly disagree not even playing this game sorry no they don't only the government can fairly and effectively regulate organizations strongly disagree disagree (laughs) gone the harder you work the more progress uh, up the social ladder i strongly disagree with that statement being on the other side of it and i know christopher also feels this way even though of course i won't speak for you but i know from personal experiences both of us worked at uh, an employer together bullshit bullshit same shit every bullshit. day yeah, all yeah. day every day same bullshit bullshit mm-hmm. <laughs> yes an angel um would you strongly disagree with this statement yes depending upon the organization you work for fair enough the government should be less involved in the day-to-day life of its citizens. Strongly I agree. Strongly agree. Angel? Mm-hmm. The same. All industry all industry, and the bank should be nationalized. Uh, strongly disagree. Yeah. Um, that's, no, that's statism on steroids. That's a firm path. Yeah. I don't like that it's spelled with an S. Yeah, this is from uh, the United Kingdom. That's, you <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, they're... They invented the language. Don't care. Okay, fair enough. America. America. Use a Z, not an S. Yeah. (laughs) Tickle my butt and suck my balls. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite line from that song. That's a good one. If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. Strongly disagree. How about I just don't touch my shit? (laughs) Strongly disagree. Multiculturalism is bad. Strongly disagree with that statement. That's absolutely retarded. Uh, Multiculturalism, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm sorry. There's a lot of different cultures in this country going back to prior to its existence Mm -hmm. as a nation. What do you guys think? Strong disagree? Yeah. For sure? All right. The current welfare system should be expanded to further combat inequality. No me gusta. No es frío. No gracias. Austere is How the you... way. That's right. How does expanding something that's, make it... That's already ineffective? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> that is just a stupid statement. Yes, strongly disagree. Sometimes it is right that the government may spy... No. Gone. Gone. Strongly disagree, Angel. Yeah, strongly. No spying. State schools are a bad idea because our state shouldn't be influencing our children. I strongly, strongly agree. agree with strongly that. agree with that. Without democracy, a society is strongly not, disagree. Strongly disagree. It's not even that great of a system. Yeah. yeah. Strength is necessary for any government. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree, Angel. Um, I think that yeah. I mean, I think I agree with that statement because if a government's going to succeed in anything, it has to be <laughs> right. strong. It has to be authoritarian, <laughs> right? No, but I mean, I don't mean it like that. I mean, like you can't have like. Do you know what I'm saying? You got to be solid. You got to have a solid foundation. Like if you're gonna be in that kind of institution, but like I get why you're disagreeing. Yeah. So, yes, I disagree. Strongly disagree here. Because I'm sure that they mean, like, military and, you know, force and all of that and not strength in the way that I'm thinking I under- of it. I, I understand what you're saying. But, yes, in order for a government to be successful, it needs to have the monopoly of violence. Yes. Violence, 100%. And we don't like that. So we're going right. to boot it out of here. So that's gone. Strongly disagree. 
In times of crisis, safety becomes more important than civil liberty. Strongly disagree. Never. Yeah, I'm going to let you finish that sentence. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Gone. Taxation of the wealthy is a bad idea. Society wouldn't be better off. Would be better off without it. Um, they're g- listen they're, once again because you come off as a commie if you're like hold on, and you come off as like a Republican if you're like well no, of course we should not do. My point right here is like dude, how about no taxation? I just let's get rid of it. <laughs> it's just yeah they're gonna be able to hide their money no matter what. Like, look at the whole debacle with the fucking Venmo shit. They're not taxing people like Nancy Pelosi and the ruling class. They want to yeah. know if you if you paid $601 for something, you're going to get a fucking audit. Give me a break already. This isn't designed for the rich. It's for the poors. It's always mm-hmm. for the poor. So, yeah, no, strong. Uh, uh, I agree with this statement. Okay. What do you guys think? Yeah. Strongly agree or agree? Taxation of the wealthy is a bad idea. Society would be better off without it. Taxation is a bad idea. Thank you. <laughs> Authority figures, if morally correct, are a good thing for society. Nope. Absolutely not. Yeah, I... Nope. We've got Jim Jones here. Like, yeah, let's right. Get out of here. Let's have some of that flavor aid, baby. We do strongly disagrees. Right, strongly. Christopher strongly disagrees. Strongly disagree. Justin Trudeau could suck a dick. Yes. <laughs> the smaller the government, the freer the people. Strongly agree. Mm-hmm. Strongly mm-hmm. agree. Are we? Are we in consensus yes. here? All right. Homosexuality is against my values. Go fuck yourself. Strongly disagree. Yeah, strongly yeah. That's disagree. terrible. How dare you? And finally, the last question. An individual's body is their own property, and they should be able to do anything. Strongly agree. Yes, strongly strongly agree, 100%. Last question is this one right here. We're going to click strongly agree. And, okay, did you complete this test in a serious or at least unironic manner? Yeah. Yeah. But give me the results. Okay. We are... (laughs) Oh, man. Um, we are in the bottom right going towards libertarian. So we're all we're kind of moving over to the center of the bottom quadrant. Uh, we're getting labeled as more on the progressive side than the conservative side, which I would agree with. Um, we're definitely not conservative. Um, but uh, yeah, so pretty neat. Okay. All right. So... What do you think? Well, you think that this, I mean, of course, you know, we we know where we lie. We're south of heaven right here. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, I, I just, I like to take these just to see how it works out. Christopher and I took one together a couple of years ago, long before the used guys in that podcast was a thing. And both of us got anarcho-capitalist as our results. Um, and I took it twice to make sure. Um Good. But just make sure it wasn't a fluke. Yeah, and it, I don't, and I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't, I definitely don't identify with ANCAP. I mean, I feel pretty strongly about uh, workers' rights and labor unions, and I'm a union guy. I was a union guy for a long time, so, um, but they're not always going to be completely indicative of what your personal beliefs are, because again, these questions are worded in such a way to get you to answer in a way that's not going to necessarily reflect perhaps some of the values that you do have, you know what I mean? It's just, it's not going to be a perfect thing, but um, 
yeah, bottom part of the of the uh, Liberty Quadrant. I'll take it, right? Well, mm-hmm. That's okay. We'll mm-hmm. we'll go with that. Uh, we're not a bunch of flaming commies, and we're definitely not authoritarian right wingers. So that's nice. Um, that's nice. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have for today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd like to thank Angel for putting together the Cryptids list. Much appreciated. It was educational, and uh, we'll be moving on with it here with a tournament of champions, if you a will. A cryptid tournament of champions. That's right. Yeah, you... I'll have more details of the Wendigo since it won that round anyway. All right. Uh, do you have anything else to add, Angel? Um, just make sure you go check us out over on BitChute if you're wanting to watch the videos. Because um, YouTube really kind of sucks and like they're a bunch of commie bastards i mean i can't put things up there like most of our show is not considered youtube friendly so like i don't want to lose the content that we have on there so like i have to figure something out but go to bitshoot go go to bitshoot and we have over eleven thousand views on bitshoot uh which is nice uh the majority like all of our video views come from BitChute, like uh, the audience that we have there. We have fewer subscribers because a lot of you haven't jumped over there, but we have more views on there just because, I mean, it's it's a much more f- uh, free speech friendly platform. And uh, yes, you are going to see some stuff on there. If you surf around, you're not going to like. My advice to you is to not watch it. So that's that's it. Christopher, what else do you have? Anything at all? Nothing new. All right. Well... Um, happy uh, bomb cyclone potential coming your way. But also, we, uh, on behalf of us guys, to use guys, we'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, you know, like I said, uh, it's a couple days into Hanukkah. So whatever it is, and a Happy New Year. We'll talk about that later. We're going to talk before the New Year. So don't worry about that. But um, if you celebrate, I hope you get some time off work and get to spend some time with the people that you love and care about. After all, you have a limited number of of Christmases to celebrate, so I hope it's a good one. That's for sure. Uh, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, at the conclusion of this episode, I'd like to thank our sponsors, of course, Nexus.com, Vandalay Industries, and I Paint Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. Ray Fava Fine Art and Design from the Great Lakes and Team Mandalore, who keeps cycling very weird. But ladies and gentlemen, the time has come to discuss something very important. Now, you can't do anything about Christmas now. You waited too long. Christmas is going to come all over your face here in about four days, okay? Nothing you could do about that. But I'll tell you what, if you want to start the new year off on the right foot, the right smell, go over to AkronApothecary.com and check out my friend Todd and his very gay soap. This is gay soap made from gay hands. Supple, precious gay hands to your ass, your tackle box, your fat folds, underarms. We're having record low temperatures for this time of the year coming this weekend. We're talking lows and the negatives already, and we're not even into the real darkness, which is at the end of January and the beginning of February. That's typically when it gets real nasty out. We're start, we're getting dirty and nasty early. Perhaps you have those flannel sheets put on the bed. Perhaps you're tucked into that down comforter. I sleep with a sheet and a pair of shorts because I run hot. But those of you who like to get in there and really, really like burrow into the covers or what have you, which does sound nice, don't get me wrong, but you might sweat under there. Perhaps you didn't wash properly with the right soap. You've been using a detergent, ladies and gentlemen. Next thing you know, you stink. You stink, and now your bed sheets stink, your room stinks, your clothes stink, and that special someone or someones, if you're into sharing, uh, whatever lifestyle is a consensual, uh, 
you're, you're stinking it up for everybody. And nobody's going to want to suck an appendage or let an appendage go up their ass or whatever it is that you do if it stinks. Ladies and gentlemen, please check out Akron Apothecary and our friend Todd and his very gay soap. Wash that ass. Keep everything clean. Be on the level. Have respect for yourself but your fellow man by smelling good and fresh. And always remember that Todd's gay soap is... Soap for the stank ass, baby. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. And um, I hope I hope you enjoy yourselves. Uh, it's uh, it's it's been a hell of a year, right? Been a hell of a year. I hope nothing happens to those of you that are going to be in this goddamn storm. If we have it, good luck to you. Um, you know, be careful. Don't die on the fucking roads. We all know that uh, the, uh, the the snow plows are never out there when we need them, when we really need them. So just you know, be careful. Take care of yourselves. Thank you very much for the support. If you could throw us a couple likes, download, subscribe to the Bit Shoot. Don't forget about the Patreon too. We every week there's an additional episode that we add there for our patrons. Two bucks a month is all it takes to get the extra content and support the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. We will catch you right before the new year. Thank you. Bye.